Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the very first broadcast of No Boundaries on the PCN Network. It's three of us here. I can't say that I'm the host because it's it's, it's all equal parts, but I go by Jay. I'm Dot. Well, if I'm really. And the, the structure of this, this, this podcast that we call No Boundaries is simply that there is no structure. We come in with our own separate ideas that all of us can collaborate and talk on, and then we just kind of kind of take it and we just got to go with it. That was 49 episodes ago. Hmm. Did we, so that'll did, make this episode 50. This is 50. Think we improved any? Man, that shit sounded awful. It did sound I horrible. sounded like I wanted to cry. I sounded like I was nervous. Like, well, if I was really, get the fuck out of here. Now I just don't give a damn anymore. You, just, you really <laughs> never gave a damn. Yeah, to I, be, I never to be did. 100. Yeah. But... Why, why, how did I end up getting stuck doing the intro almost every single time? Because you have a radio voice. I don't have a radio voice. You keep arguing that. And I've, I've been arguing that from the jump. You should have been in communications. Nah, MassCom didn't make no money. Really? Not Well, unless you were successful in MassCom. There you go. Yeah, well, anyways, mm-hmm. this is 50. This, this is, is Welly. This is Jay. Mm-hmm. I don't have any cool nicknames for you this week. Uh, I, you was actually a little low. You did a little light work this weekend. You you wasn't really that petty. <laughs> yeah, I really wasn't. So I appreciate was you. I, I appreciate you for not being petty though. Yeah, that's true. And trolling and trolling our Instagram followers <laughs> like you tend to do. I wonder the people I, that I be trolling be knowing that who I be trolling. Say they probably don't. Yeah, they probably don't. You're 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 a very accomplished troll. Yeah, yeah. I learned from some of the best on there, on Instagram, just on all the fucking websites, just looking like, man, this dude's pretty good. Uh, it's pretty good. <laughs> I, like, I like what he does. Each one, teach one. <laughs> there you go. So what's happened in the world this week? She, you know everything. It's the same old, same old. Beyonce having a baby. Having yeah, a couple of babies. <sighs> We're going to move past that? We ain't talking about that on this show. Okay. Um, <laughs> what else we got going on here? No, but at the end of the day, I mean... With the Beyonce thing, you already know how I feel about that. Like, you got a million people posting the Beyonce, but they they don't they don't ever post nothing for their people. You know what I'm saying? Like, it what, just don't make sense to me. Like, Beyonce's what, what trip, accomplished. What tripped me out is that they you make the post and it's like congratulations. You didn't repost it, but she posted. It's like, oh, okay, congratulations to Beyonce. Say thank you to? Bitch, Beyonce don't know you. She doesn't. No, she why? doesn't know you exist. She doesn't care about you. Like, that's that's the. I thing. mean, it's cool being excited for her, but to make a why? full post. I mean, they don't be excited for their friends. They figure out their friend pregnant. They be like, shit, that's why she getting cheated on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They get to hating immediately. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't forgot, you know, the whole elevator thing, the whole lemonade thing. I ain't forgot none of that. So when I see where we at now, I'm just like, it's just weird. It's awkward. Like, twins out of the blue? Like, what the hell? It's, it's not awkward, though. It's, it's the standard cheating makeup. Yeah, put it like, in. Put like, one in. Her. Like, what do what do what do you want? You know, you want the new house. You want the new ring. What she can buy all that for herself. What you do? Give her a baby. That's what you do. Like that. That shows that you're gonna be there for the long run. Cause now, cause now Jay Z's money doesn't only just go to Beyonce. It goes to Blue Ivy, and it goes to Thing One and Thing Two. Yeah, pretty much. Like you ain't going nowhere now. That makes cheat tough. cheat again if you want to. That's what it was. It, that's, it was a cheat again if you want to. Dang. She big, too. She, she, she better be big. Dang. But I ain't never, you know, like I said, I don't know Beyonce. So, you know. No, no. I, we, we, yeah, I, I seen just, it at church that one time, for instance. Oh, for real? No, oh, I just made that shit. up. Shit, I know you did. <laughs> I know you did. But shit, you know, uh, you see the shit I sent you last night about uh, Milo Yiannopoulos? Yeah, yeah. Who Who is a legendary troll. Legendary. He's an asshole. Like, Piece of shit. He's a terrible human being. And like he makes his living going to the places where he know he probably gonna get killed. And he just he trolls him. Just because no matter where you go, if even if you're in a left liberal state like California, you're gonna find conservatives there. He know damn well Berkeley has been hella liberal since the forties. What you, why are you playing? <laughs> why is you playing with your life? Look, he's not playing with his life. He's and, getting the attention. Yeah. And for y'all who don't know who Milo Yiannopoulos is, I'm probably not saying his name right, but either way, he's if, a... If you know anybody named Milo, we're talking about the same person. Pretty much. 
He's a right wing conservative. He's gay, right? I don't know. I think he's gay. That's was that's the weird part. He's not he's not from America, but he's he holds hard, stern, conservative values as far as he's gonna represent for Trump, he's gonna represent for Bush, he's gonna represent for whoever is on the Republican side and he's one of those alt right leaders, which is basically it's low key white supremacy. So, you know, that's what he does. He goes to different places and he pretty he 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 says his speeches. Some some claim him some term him as hate speech. Some term him as speech that is that is meant to rile up the the troops. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter what, he considers himself a patriot. He went to University of Southern California Berkeley last night and um, shit turned up. Oh oh, they wasn't having that at all. Liberal shirt showed their true colors. They showed that. We may not be for guns, but we are for these Roman candles. We are for these Molotov cocktails. We are for these uh, this spray paint, and we are for these these uh, these uh, lighters and, and lighter fluid that we're going to use to to burn stuff. But you know who ain't for that? President DJT. He's not having that. Why not? DJT got out there. He's like, oh y'all want y'all want to ride and stuff. Y'all want. This this is really what confused me. He's like, oh, you want to protest somebody's freedom of speech and all that? Well, how about I just pull your funding? So, wait, you're going to pull their funding because they're exercising their right of freedom of speech to go against this guy? So, you're going to pull funding? It's a bunch of hypocrisy out there. Though. It's a lot of hypocrisy it's like, it's like It's like the liberals are saying, we don't want to hear what you have to say, so we're going to protest your freedom of speech by using our freedom of speech. It's just... It's just a, it's, it's, a, it's just a cycle. It's just they're all stupid. <laughs> At the end of the day, they're all stupid human beings out there. When it's all said and done, let these let this man go into Berkeley and talk to his small little crowd. If what you're saying really holds weight and it really matters, you don't have to burn stuff. You don't have to protest against it because people are going to take what Milo has to say with a grain of salt because it means nothing. Yeah. But clearly, it does mean something because y'all protesting it. Y'all scared that he's going to go out there and speak the truth. Milo has mad followers, though. Oh, hell yeah. And even more now. Like... People didn't... Look, we're talking about him right now, and I guarantee you, 50% of the people that listen to this show right now have no idea who he is and may go research him. They're, they may not like him, but at the end of the day, it's still a Google hit. Yeah. They said that dude's... They, they said, I think his, his Google hit... Overnight was like at a billion or something like that, and they said that uh, he sold like twelve thousand uh, books or something overnight. You know what I'm saying? Just just because the liberals, just because this left side movement was protesting him, mm-hmm. it didn't do anything. It was ineffective. I remember I remember seeing mad videos he had on on Facebook roughly six months ago. Like mm-hmm. they they were circulating in the height of the election campaign and everything. Quick side note. My life has gotten so much better since I stopped going to Facebook all the time. I, like, I deleted the app, and I'll just drop in every two or three days to check my notifications, see what boys and tag me in and stuff like that, yeah. drop right back out. So much better. I don't I don't have so much anxiety anymore. I don't uh, I don't feel that hatred towards people that, like, like yeah, I used to think you was this, and now you're this. Like, I, just, I don't see it. And so, like, that tree fell in the forest, and I didn't hear it. And it's a beautiful thing right now. Man, I got away from Facebook in 2012. It's a beautiful thing. Like, I can, I can handle Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that because I can filter that better. Yeah, you really can. I can, you know, if you, you post something on my timeline, all right, then, you know, bloop, gone, whatever. Yeah. You know, but then you got some of these people that you, you've known from grade school and stuff, and it's like, oh, word. Oh, those are those are your views, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's like, wow, you know. So this is this is kind of like what you really think, and and I mean everybody has their different different. Views. A lot of people lose their jobs off Facebook. I, I noticed that. A lot of people, Instagram a lot is a people little... lose their jobs off Twitter too. Really? You get out there and tweet through. See, that's why I'm watching. See what what happened to Sage still. Nothing apparently. Nothing, nothing yet. They claim she's a coon anyway. But Sage, I mean Sage still is still working for the ABC network. What, what did she say? Just talking about how her flight was delayed because they were out there protesting. Like, yeah, you're protesting this, but you didn't care to think about people who were missing their flights. The thing about that, though, about those uh, people protesting, I, I'm a I, I'm a conspiracy theorist to a to an extent, and I kind of believe the people that kind of rile those things up are are getting paid to do that because I just don't believe 
people care that much. I, think, I don't think that people even really. I mean, you gotta understand something. Right here at Bush Intercontinental Airport, you had people travel there to go protest, and it's like, do any of these people even really travel like that? Do any of these people even have Muslims in their family? What's I mean, just, we. I honestly, I live by a Muslim community, so I I, I know I see some Muslims from time, from time to time. But in all honesty, I just don't think that there is that many people out here that are exposed to Muslims to the to the extent of going all the way to Bush in the Continental Airport to go protest. I think those people are are possibly being paid. I think they're they're just so anti-Trump right now that anything he says and does, they're going to go against. Anything like, like, yeah. I mean, you you just take this holistic view all of a sudden. Yeah, it's so weird because I mean, I mean, Obama did the same thing. Obama did it in two thousand thirteen. He had he had a. It understand something. These we America. I'm not even gonna put it on Obama. America is constantly bombing these countries. All the time. America under the Bush administration, under the Obama administration, and it's gonna continue to happen. Drone these, strikes. Yes, these countries, regardless of them being on the ban or not, have been bombed repeatedly. There are pictures of kids in Syria in the middle of the ocean face down because of United States bombs. Like like you said, in drone strikes. So no matter what anybody says, you're letting people into this country that forget about if they're Muslim or not. They're from countries that we bombed. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a scary thing to think about. Like, like, yeah, I blew your house up, but you can't come to mine. That's basically how it is. And what would you do if you shot a nigga house up? You just going to let him just come sleep and spend a night in yours? He probably going to set your shit on fire. This is very It's true. just, no matter what anybody says. But it, and even with that, so you can't be surprised when terrorist attacks happen. You really can't. Like, you you got to, you come you come looking for revenge. It's, it's eye for an eye, still. It's always going to be eye for an eye. And what people fail to realize is, people I, I see people on Instagram all the time talk about like Dylan Roof talking about um, the, uh, the the shooting in, in Aurora, Colorado, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're like, none of these guys are Muslim. But I'm just like, you got to understand something. It's millions and millions of white people out here. It's millions and millions of black people out here. And we're already a danger to ourselves. And they're looking at it like, why are we going to let millions of these people in and increase the fact that, increase the chances of them doing more hate crimes? Yeah. Because the we, last, we do enough ourselves. We do enough ourselves. So why, why, why does, we want to bring a whole other minority group in here to bring more damage to the scene? It's ridiculous. I mean, the last two, uh, the last two terrorist attacks that were homeland terrorist attacks, I mean, we had Orlando, which was Islamic influence. Uh, the the Boston bombing, those were Russian cats, but they had they transitioned over to Islam. Like you know, Islam. I finally watched um, Patriot. Day. Well, I didn't say finally, like it's been out a long time, but I, I did watch Patriot Day. Is that good? It was pretty decent. Pretty decent. I don't even know what it's about. What it's about? The Boston Marathon bombing. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Mark Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Bro, Mark Wahlberg is getting these based on real event. Movie money checks. That nigga's still a mediocre actor. He's getting these checks. He's a mediocre actor. He's a mediocre rapper. But his bank account is far oh, from mediocre. He's 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 a white guy that he's, he's attractive. A, he's so. an all American white guy that committed a felony that we don't talk yeah, about. Yeah, and he's and he said the word nigger before because he was angry at some black kids. Anywhere, and I think he said chinks. He told some kids that they were chinks or whatever. Yeah. But hey, it's America. It's America. You can say what you want to say. Bodyguards or not? Unless you're that guy that was on Grey's Anatomy and you call somebody gay and then you lose your job. <sighs> he was black, right? That, that was Isaiah Washington. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh. Not not because I watched Grey's Anatomy or anything, but just, yeah. Where is Isaiah Washington now? <sighs> oh, okay. Was he a good actor? Uh, I think he was pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. He was in Romeo Must Die, wasn't he? He sure was. Yeah, I remember. But anyways, I mean, <laughs> he's, 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 he's forgotten now, but... yeah. Mark Wahlberg gets all these jobs. Marky Mark. Come on, man. Come on. Say. Seriously. Say, man. That nigga's acting skills are below five. I'm telling you. He's below five, bro. He plays He plays basically the same character every movie. He has the same... He's a guy from Boston in every movie because he's a guy from Boston Pretty in much. real life. And, and Boston has some good actors. Yeah. He ain't one of them. But, but he was the same in The Departed. He was the same in Deepwater Horizon. He you was seen the, that? I seen that too. Mm. 
Uh, he was the same in Transformers. Oh, <laughs> God. One of the worst Transformers. I don't know. Maybe they'll make a comeback with this next one. I doubt it. But I'm hoping so. It's supposed to be a commercial coming out at Super Bowl. Of course. That everybody, everybody got Super uh, Bowl Ghost in the Shell. I don't know. Justice League is not looking like it's going to have one. Speaking of Super Bowl, I'm kind of disappointed in the way Houston's doing the Super Bowl this week. Super, Super Bowl week's been a little dry. Or we just old. <sighs> when uh, it, when that it, might be it. When it came the first time, it was pretty exciting. Well, I mean, old, old and detached from the scene. Yeah, like I, I literally, want, I really, literally don't want no parts of it. Yeah, because I remember, I remember when we had All Star a few years back for the NBA. I was like, oh yeah, I'm out here all weekend. I was out wow. there. You yeah. was out there. Yeah, I was out there in the mix. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Yeah. What? But anyways, <laughs> moving on for the Super Bowl, it's just it's been kind of dry. Like yeah, yeah. What did you expect? Yeah. I expected. On I didn't. This, I didn't. Side? I didn't. Not on our side, but you know, like, like, like. There's the main thing has been just like official events, like NFL sponsored events, basically. Like everything that's been, you know, by by our local promoters has just been kind of. Eh. Everything is heavily policed right now. That's what you gotta understand. That's Shit is thing. heavily policed that's right now thing. because it's the NFL. Like they don't want to take any chances. This is the perfect time to have a terrorist attack. You gotta think about stuff like that too. Don't put that in there. I'm just saying, Don't you know. So there. you gotta kind of, you know, be hella cautious. You know, it's what do you call it? Self-preservation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what it all boils down to. Like that's why, I like, I, I, I laugh at the fact that when people talk about the shit that Trump is doing, and they're like comparing it to Hitler, and I just keep trying to tell people. I mean, Hitler was the same way. Like it was all about self-preservation because he felt like. His kind needed to needed to be protected from the, the the kind that had the evil bloodline, and that's how Trump sees Muslims or or people that 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 transition over to wanting to be aligned with ISIS or ISIL, whatever it's called. Like, it's it's a perspective on that for sure. And you know what? Black people really don't have a lot to fear when it comes to that. It's the white people that are really fucking scared. They're terrified of Muslims. Trump and Trump has that that buzzword though of what's it bad dudes? Oh he, yeah, he referred to Mexico as some bad hombres. Oh man, like and and the funny part about it is, even with all this happening, Hillary still doesn't look like she would have been that much better of a choice. Mm-mm. Like I I just felt like eh, damned if you do, damned if you don't. You still got a white person leading the country that has their agendas. Oh, you know, they're gonna make their money. Regardless. I'm sure. I'm sure Brock made his money. Too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they need to leave that money. nigga Brock alone too, dog. Let <laughs> that nigga vacation. Let him. Let him, let him just ride off into the sunset. Barack, Barack is that girlfriend you couldn't make it work with. God, that's what that's what Barack wait. was. Barack is like, you know, y'all fit well together and y'all had y'all runs and now it's just y'all just gonna party. Y'all just can't make it work. So you gotta let him go and let him be great on their own. You they're go obsessed. Like I didn't. Want, I mean, oh, I'm just more obsessed with Barack or Beyonce right now. Man, it's probably even. <laughs> but it's like, but that's what I'm saying though. Like our people, it's it's always so easy for them to obsess over things that they will never probably be able to touch. They love to obsess over things that they have nothing in common with. You know what I'm saying? They have nothing in common with Barack or Beyonce. Nothing. Um, I mean, besides nationality, maybe that's it. But other than that, I mean. Y'all don't come from the same place. Y'all don't even, y'all don't have the same talents. Y'all don't have the, you know, y'all don't talk the same. Y'all don't understand the same things. It's just like, why are y'all always obsessed with stuff that is like light years away from y'all? Like, I don't look over, like, I don't go, I'm all over Instagram, like, just searching for stuff to post or just, like, reading up on stuff. And I don't just see white people obsessed over Bush still or obsessed over Reagan. Like, what the fuck? Like, it just it sucks to me because it's almost like you know who white people have, obsess over who John Wayne. They love John Wayne. Really? Yeah. John Wayne. What the fuck? I John even Wayne. Seen this shit. Uh, love from Garth Brooks. Just do. I don't know. I know a lot Did of white people. Did you pull out your ass? I know a lot of white people. Oh. And and, and every white person I know could probably say oh, I fuck with John Wayne or, or George Strait, one or the other. Every single one of them. I'm gonna ask one of my white coworkers that tomorrow. Yeah, take a poll. Wow. Take a poll. That was very random. John Wayne and George Strait. I'm surprised you ain't throw Elvis in there. <sighs> Elvis, was Elvis, Elvis, Elvis stole our style though, so you know how that goes. 
See, uh, you don't, you don't whole, feel that. You don't feel I, that. I think the thing about it is, me the media tries to make it seem like he stole our style, but he would he would put he would he would say stuff. He said stuff about Chuck Berry, and like he's like it was almost like Marilyn Monroe. Like Marilyn, you know, would would bring along black entertainers, and like Elvis had no problem, you know, you know, being with black entertainers. It's not like he shunned them. So I kind of feel like when people say he stole, it's something because like you got these black people that be like Eminem stole our style, but he stayed around black people. It's not like he just totally just removed black people from this circle. Even Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber, he still fucks with black people all the time. I think when you steal our style, it's almost like you steal it and you remove yourself from the black community in a total like you have no black type of connections. You just you made this up on your own. What you say about Macklemore? I could, I could say I could say Macklemore because I don't know much about his background. Okay. I, but then again, Seattle is very hip hop oriented. Like Seattle, Washington is like Austin, Texas, but like they're just they're kind of like hip. He might not like have that. stole his style. It just might be who he is. But then his style is kind of corny though. Like when I, when I hear, I mean, Macklemore is rapping. If you're saying him just rapping is still is, is appropriating our culture, I'd have to beg to differ because I mean, rap was never meant to just be for black people. Rap is is black culture, but. It's for everybody. Everybody mm-hmm. should be able to enjoy it. That means everybody should be able to do it. It's it's like there's a difference between a Macklemore rap and an Eminem rap. Exactly, it's like a huge difference. You know, when Eminem is getting put in the top five categories, he's he's up there with Rakim, Kooji rap. You know, and no, and you know, and those artists because his his style and his wordplay is close to those. When you think of Macklemore, Macklemore, you're still thinking of a white entertainer. You're still gonna put him in those categories with like Vanilla Ice or somebody like that, or or Asher Roth. And you you may put him in Eminem's category strictly because he's white, but lyrical content wise, you're never comparing him to J Cole and Kendrick Lamar. No, and he's a part of that same hip hop class. Yeah, yeah, no. You know, so it, when it goes to the whole appropriating culture thing, it's just kind of it's just kind of sad because it's like. We all steal from somebody else's culture, no matter what. Like I was saying a long time ago, you could sit here and act like we made polos uh, cooler, but that's the point. Yeah, we made them look cooler, but that's not us. Yeah, like we took that from somebody. Whether you want to say it was white people, French people, or the golf culture, we took that from somebody. And black niggas ain't playing golf like that. I'm just saying, you know, black niggas don't start playing golf until they get money. You know, you don't see, you ain't see Michael Jordan out there or none of your teachers or your professors playing golf when they was fourteen and in the hood. No, come on, man, no bag of Vance's out here. <laughs> Be serious. So it just it bothers me. I mean, really, right now I'm at a point where, whenever somebody starts race baiting, I kind of laugh. Like I do it. To be funny sometimes. You do it because you're a troll. Exactly. But I tell people, I can tell when other people do it, they're like so serious. I'm like, dude, you can't be serious about the fact that you feel like this person is, is doing this. Oh, he he's black and he he's do, he he's so special because he's black and he's do, come, come on, man. You making it seem like being black is a handicap. <laughs> come on, man. Like for real, or they they praise somebody that's white that's hitting a nay nay or something like that. I'm like, come on, man. Anybody can learn how to dance. Justin Timberlake been doing it for years. He he can dance. Like every human being is gonna have a certain talent. So whether they're black, white, Hispanic, like I have why no so talent. I've noticed. I have no talent at all. <laughs> why so much focus on race? Like when are we gonna grow up and realize that the more we focus on race, the more. A, a civil war is gonna brew inside of us. That's, that's what we're headed towards. So when you start to focus on that that human race thing, I kind of feel like it's too late. But at the end of the day, it's like, why can't more people do that? Like, why can't you just see between lines? Like, you can look at race all you want, but at the end of the day, I say it all the time: this is not Black America. We do not rule this country. We are the minority here because we're not even supposed to be here. Like, what's so hard to understand about that? I mean, I, I could be wrong. You could be wrong. I could be wrong. Like when I seen that uh that thing today where they were talking about Trump changed Black History Month to African American National whatever History Month, and I'm like, it's <clears throat> a bunch of people in there talking about well, well I'm not African American, and I'm just like, what the fuck are you like? I mean, <laughs> like, because when you say that you're a Black American, I'm just trying to figure out where the continent Black is. Do you know where Black is on the map? Lines that separate everything. Because if I'm not mistaken, 
black is not a continent. It's not a country. It's not, it's probably a city somewhere. Probably a city somewhere. It's, it's, it's those people that say that, you know, they identify with black, but then at the same time, it's like, oh, well, my mama was Creole and my daddy was a black French and all this other stuff. And then it's like, oh, so you identify with black, but you don't want to be African-American. Like, where, where, yeah, like, this, is, this, this isn't Afri- um, Black History Month or African-American History Month, whatever it wants to be called now. This doesn't happen all over the world. No, it doesn't. Like this isn't New Year's Day. African Americans don't don't stay in Canada because you know the ones over there are probably Afro Canadian. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, because I was gonna mess that up all the way. I'm just saying. You know, I actually read it today. I didn't even know that's what they were called, but they're Afro Canadians. You know, and I, I find they're not offended by that. So why are African Americans out here or Black Americans out here? Like you know. Because we're offended by everything. Now. Why? On a job application? I just, I'm just i just curious. On a job application, have you ever seen Jamaican-American? Mm-mm. Have you ever seen Creole-American? Mm-mm. Have you ever seen nigga-American? <laughs> <laughs> it says black or slash African-American. Speaking of job applications, how come they have the, the are you Hispanic or not Hispanic? And then it, it goes to break down. Like, I know that there, you know, there's a difference between being from Spain and being from Mexico, being Mexican, and being Spanish, and being... I don't know. And, and those are huge differences, though. Yeah, those are huge Because it's a big difference between being from Spain, being from the East, yes. Europe area, than being from under, from the border. Right. Being Mexican. It's a big difference. That, now, that, and there's a difference in being from Argentina as well. I had a homeboy that's from Argentina, and like when he speaks Spanish... Like oh yeah, one of my people one from of my Mexico don't, yeah. don't, don't like it's like what are you what are you saying? And Dude, then, I wonder do Jamaicans put Caribbean or uh, Caribbean? It's Car- it says Caribbean Islanders on the application, doesn't it? I think I wonder, so. I wonder, but I, I'm almost certain that they probably wouldn't even mark that. I'm pretty sure that they would either put Black or slash African American. I'm just I, I don't know. I I could be wrong, but at the end of the day, no matter what, most of the ancestry from Jamaica is from Africa. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, it's it, J- Jamaica and, and a lot of those Caribbean islands, the Haitians and all that, they're a melting pot of different cultures, but their descendants and their ancestry is from Africa. It's from the Moors. It's not arguable. It's not even nothing to <laughs> argue about. Like, if you hate the fact that you're from Africa, like the nigga said on Boys in the, what's that, Boys in the Hood, like uh, all y'all not, from Africa. <laughs> like it or not. I'm from Christian <laughs> Mafia. Come on, man. Like, we still own that? That was 1991. We still on that? Like, dude, just accept the fact that it's it's either... Matter of fact, if you want to be considered black slash American, that's fine. I think it's ridiculous. I say black because it's just easier. I'm not trying to run around and call everybody African. But at the end of the day, black slash African American, it is what it is. That's, that's what your nationality I don't, know, I don't is. know why people get so uptight. If you call me black, I'm okay. Because I'm probably going to call you white. I'm not going to say you're Caucasian no. or Caucasian American. Or, or European. Or, or European. I'm not going to say. That's just too much. I was, that's me. That's actually me guessing at you more than anything. Exactly. And, it, and then it was like, oh, you're white. Oh, well, no, I'm Irish. You're white. You're white. You're white. Now, if, I, now if you call an Irish person Caucasian, that's a difference. That's different. You know, Because they're, they're not. It's, yeah. But that's the thing, Let's just stay simple. You black, white. See, but see, it, 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 it has to stop at black and white. Because mm-hmm. you can't, because I might say, oh, well, you're you're Chinese. No, I'm from the Orient. I don't even know where the Orient is. I thought that was China. Is it not? What the fuck is that? See, exactly. I'm confused now, and I'm probably just <laughs> offended some of my listeners. No, no. And I apologize. Because I don't understand. I'm going to offend them even more, because I grew up watching animes. <laughs> so... I know that there is Japan. I know that there was, you know, you have people from Taiwan. You got, you got people from from China, yeah, all over. Is it Vietnam over there too? Vietnam. You got, See, you, you got, you got. Might you be got, Vietnamese. You, you got Tao. So at the end of the day, you could say they're Asian, and also you can say they're Oriental. I've, I've been told that by many of them, Asian or Oriental. Which that, is fine. That, that covers everything. Pretty much, but. For us, if you look on a job application, it's going to say Asian American. They're not mad at being called Asian American. You know why? Because they're descendants from Asia that were either born in America or now nationalized Americans. So guess what? They're Asian Americans. What's the big deal? There's no big deal. Not to me. And 
And if you, if you, and I ain't gonna get too deep in this, if you dig deep into Asian culture, talk about people that hate themselves, watch an watch anime. Matter of fact, think about Dragon Ball. They, 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 they're that. pretty much white. Come on now. They're pretty much white on Dragon Ball. If you're bored enough, listeners, and you really want to figure out why you watch Sailor Moon, you watched a Dragon Ball, or you watch anything that was that was from overseas, Asia, and they the characters you, you want to understand why the characters look so white, dig into that and you'll be really shocked at how much white imperialism went over there and destroyed them. That's really what that's what white people do. That's what that's what white supremacists do. That's what they've been doing for hundreds and hundreds of years. They 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 come, they see, they conquer. I mean, I don't think we would be any different if we had to, if we had the power to do so. It's just that we got I think we started as, late. I, no, <laughs> I just think as Africans, they just I think as Africans, when I look at their culture and I just see where they come from, they just appreciate their land more and where they were. They had so many resources that they had no reason to want to go anywhere else and conquer. You know what I'm saying? So like, but but I'm I'm thinking that you're. Your, your your British people, your Europeans from a long time ago, they would run out of re- they ran out of resources, so they had to go other places. They wanted to explore. They wanted to go other places and take over the world. I mean, shit, Genghis Khan did it. He was trying to go everywhere, but he 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 fell to the church. Don't get me started on that. I, 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 Khan, I see you're just just itching to go. Genghis now. Khan fell to the church. Genghis Khan was one of the baddest motherfuckers on this planet. Genghis Khan was so bad that he wiped out so much of the earth as he was conquering that he changed the climate. Damn. Damn. That's how much of the population that he wiped out. People knew Genghis Khan was coming. You know what they would do? They would kill themselves. Wouldn't even try to run. They was no, it's no point. So I can't even talk about white people being ruthless because Genghis Khan is he wrote the blueprint. Mongolian and that's Asian descent. He wrote the blueprint. Yeah. So on a lighter note, make it lighter. Valentine's Day is a couple weeks. You know how I feel about Valentine's Day. Let me tell you how I feel about Valentine's Day. I feel that I show my girl enough. I'm not gonna say enough, but a lot of attention and affection all year long, year round. You don't have a choice. I feel. I feel. I. I it's not about choosing to. It's about want to. I show her affection all the time, you know, think about her, buy her little things that, cause I, I seen him and I thought about her and you know, now here comes one day out of the year that I'm forced to do it. In my honest opinion, you're always forced to do it. I don't see, I don't feel like I'm always forced to do it. I don't feel like, um, excuse, I don't feel like I'm ever forced to do it. I'm trolling right now. <laughs> I know you're trolling. I don't ever feel like I'm forced to do it. I do everything cause at this at this point in my life, I only do things that I want to do. But Valentine's Day is the only day I feel obligated. I mean, it's 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 a hallmark holiday. Like like this this shit isn't real. It's 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 designed technically to try to bring people closer. I would that's what I kind of think, but it's almost like Let me tell you what Valentine's Day is. Valentine's Day is rape. It really is. Because it is a day set aside trying to force me to be intimate. Yeah. That's rape. Honestly. Valentine's Day is rape. That is true. That is true. But at the end of the day, you know, I I just kind of feel like when you're in a relationship with somebody, almost everything is an obligation after a while. Like, it's hard to actually sit there and say, I'm doing this because I want to because... After a while, it's almost like I'm just doing this because I don't want to hurt your feelings. And in actuality, I'd rather sit here and play this video game, or I'd rather go play basketball with my homeboys. I mean, that's just that's how I like I tell you. I see I see people that's married nowadays, especially men, that they don't even want to go home to their wives. I've seen that. I've seen you know, that. So we've talked about this. Valentine's Day comes this. around, and it's almost just like okay, it's Valentine's Day. So now it's you're literally it's designated for you to be an affectionate person, and it kind of feels like since I was 10, 11 years old, it's more on the man. 
It's always. And I just kind of feel like you know, this is one of those days where it's like, what what is the, what what man what what is the man's Valentine's that's, Day? His birthday. That's why they try to get the, the steak and BJ Day for um was it that's March fourteenth? No, it's not. It's never going to be official. You know why? Because it's about men, and nothing about men is official. Mm-mm, mm-mm. It's always optional. This is what it says, guys. This type of society is is it's it's meant to appease the vagina. That's that's what it is. Well, the, the, the penis is useless to society. That's what it seems like. It's like we don't need it. Just do without it. Women will be fine without men. That's how it. That's that's how it feels. I'm just saying. I I, I mean, hey, I don't really. You know that's not the truth. Rebuttal. You you know it's not the truth, but I'm just saying. That's it's that's, that's how, how that's how it's portrayed. Like, yeah. I mean, what special day do we get? <laughs> we get our birthdays, even the anniversaries. And I already talked about the weddings. The weddings aren't for us. No weddings. You think right. if a dude was having a wedding, he wanted to be white? No. Nigga probably have a black wedding. Niggas be tripping. Nigga probably have a red wedding or a blue <laughs> wedding. <laughs> red wedding. <laughs> it'd just be. It'd just be different. But it would be different, especially. Let's take frat guys. You think frat guys want to be up there? No. If you're alpha, you want to be up there in black and gold. You want your whole wedding black and gold. Hey, if it was for the man, but it's not. It's not. It's nothing is designed for the man except for bearing the responsibility of supposedly being the protector and the the keeper of the household or whatever. What the fuck ever that means. I don't know. Personally, to me, mm-hmm. Valentine's Day is just a day to just say, hey, you're here. Do you really want to be here? Because if you don't want to do this, this is the perfect time period for you to figure out if you really want to be here. Because that's what is happens. It, is it that every day? But Valentine's Day but shows it, it brings that out though. If you drop that, if you drop that goose egg and drop that L on Valentine's Day, shit's gonna get real tight going into spring break. That's when that start she start playing that trip with her girls. You out of that big cat. You out of that. You yeah. if you if you fumble on on um Valentine's Day, by the time spring break come around, she already exploring options, and she's single for the summer. You had it. But what if you force yourself to do something on Valentine's Day, and then it just rolls over and into stuff that you like. People put like this: dudes force themselves to do stuff on Valentine's Day they don't want to do anyway, and then it kind of sends the wrong message. So what do you do with that? Stop being a weak individual. That's what you do with that. Mm-hmm. Like you understand that it, this is Valentine's Day. I'm 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 doing it because I care for you, but also I'm doing it because it is Valentine's Day. You can't just ignore the fact that it's Valentine's Day. You have to acknowledge that. It's like yes, I care for you, but also know that this is Valentine's Day. Mm. Like this is it. Like typically, I do something on a smaller scale. Mm-hmm. Like. You know, boom, I wash your car every weekend, whatever. But since it's Valentine's Day, I shelled out 150 and took it and got it detailed by a professional or something. You know, mm-hmm. you go that extra step mm-hmm. because of this fictional day where they load up with the, the aisles with teddy bears and candies and all this mm-hmm. other stuff mm-hmm. because you are honoring the day. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, I don't know. What about single people? Oh, um, single awareness. You just go, go to the bar and get lit. I think single people have more fun on Valentine's Day. Uh, absolutely. Okay, just make absolutely. Sure. So in, in, in that case, being in a relationship on Valentine's Day is just—it's rape. Well, well, no, no. <laughs> like you're not just in a relationship on that day. Like there's like single people may have more fun on that day, but you're looking at you got to take it as a whole, as a collective. Like because there are times when you sit back, and you say, "I am glad I'm not single," and then there are times you sit back, and you say, "I wish I was single." In Valentine's Day, one of those days. Depends on what kind of relationship you have. That is true. That is true. Yeah. I mean, I mean, some some girls just don't give shit about Valentine's Day either. Mm, yeah, I know some that don't. It's I don't cool. believe them. Of course not. <laughs> but you know, some they some of them genuinely don't really care. It's like, yeah, well, you know, that's a trap. Oh yes, yeah, definitely that's a trap. trap. If she, if you listen. If your girl tells you she doesn't want anything for Valentine's Day and you don't get her anything for Valentine's Day, you fucked up. Big time. You fucked up. Dang. But why would a woman do that? 
I got nothing. I got nothing. Somebody answer that question for us, because I got nothing. One day, don't tell. Why would you? Why would anybody ever tell you? Tell me, or tell somebody, or tell anybody? Hey, I don't want that. When you really do, it's reverse psychology. <sighs> People are too dumb for that. It's easier to be direct. Well, it's not easier. It's more efficient to be direct. But people are too dumb for reverse psychology. If you tell me you don't want it, all right, bet you don't want it. I'm taking that and I'm running with it. Yeah, it makes life easier when you when you just when you're just blunt and forward. You don't have to guess. And women don't like to guess, so I don't understand why they would put us in a situation where we would have to guess. I don't know. You keep trolling me, and I've I've already fallen in. I've already fallen into it two or three times throughout this episode. You keep, right, you right, keep trolling me. Hey man, I'm, I'm gonna leave you alone. You sent me something. It says finding a husband is hard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It says one, you you find a handsome one, the brain is empty. Two, you find a brilliant one, he looks too serious. Three, you find a rich one, he is disrespectful. Four. You find a hardworking one. He never has time for you. Five. You find a serious one. His ex keeps calling. Six. You find a humble one. He is broke. Seven. You find a responsible one. He is not romantic. Eight. You find an educated one. He feels he's always right. Nine. You find an illiterate one. He always gets angry when you correct him. Ten. You find a smart one. He lies every time. I read that and I was just like, man, I'm, I can't really argue with that. That's why finding a husband is hard. I understand what women go through because all of that seems pretty accurate. Yeah. So I understand what women go through trying to find a husband who, hell, just pick one of these on the list and just pray he doesn't have the other quality that accompanies it. Yeah, true, true. It's very hard for women out there. True, true. Well, you already know me. I'm six and ten. But, uh, <laughs> I'm six and ten. They're like that's your field goal person. <laughs> Six out of ten from the field. Hey, I, I kind of feel like if, if you if you out there searching for something like a husband, I mean, or you're trying to find one, I mean, honestly, those things are good. You're gonna hit that wall, and it's you're gonna come across those things. I mean, pretty much you just described a man. I mean, uh, if, if you if you if you do if you are dealing with a smart person, I mean, and and he's smarter than you, he's gonna lie. He's gonna outsmart you and lie. Exactly, and more than likely, the only way you're gonna find out is if he stumble up, or if he's if he's way smarter. He's not even gonna outsmart you and lie. He's just gonna tell you the truth, and you're gonna think it's a lie. True, that's very true. And I mean, if you, and if you do got a, a humble guy that's broke, I mean, it, it, is that an issue? If that's if that's an issue, then I mean, hey, why are you with the guy? Like, how long does it figure? How long does it take to figure out if a guy's broke? I th- I think I think it all boils down to you having a list. Messes up finding preferences, man. Like not 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 even preferences. Like you you trying to check stuff off a list when you're not trusting the vibe. Looking at this list, if a woman wrote this list, I think that's why one of my my key issues with women with women period is like I respect the fact that you have this uh how do I say this goal in life to you know want to complete. The checkoff list as far as being married, but when you start like going off checking a person's personality off, it's just like, come on, man. Or if you if you wanna if you wanna build a man, go build a man. I mean, eventually in the future, they'll have it to where you probably can build a man. But right now, reality in the real world, you can't build a man. So I guess, like you said, you're just gonna have to hope that you get one without the other. And like like. Just take it back to to about checking off you you so worried about a list and not trusting the vibe. What if somebody fulfills the list but the vibe is off? Now, that, now what decision do you make? He has a good job, takes care of his family, loves you, loves you know worships you and everything, but the vibe is off. And, and when you say vibe, I'm gonna just say you might be dealing with a dude that you might find boring. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. he may, you may consider him boring. And I actually was looking at something the other day, and I was like, people, nobody's actually boring. Like, uh, no, no, like, no. You know, the, the thing about being boring is more than likely a per, you're a per, you're gonna up, come off as boring to a person when they don't understand you, or you they don't know enough about you. 
You know, so the minute they don't know enough about you, they don't understand you, they kind of write you off as somebody that they don't connect with, they're not going to vibe with, which is under, which is understandable. So, yeah, he may he may be that respectable guy, takes care of his kids, blah, 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 but he's boring to you because you don't understand why he's the way he is, maybe because of your own personal issues. You know, even if a dude meets any of those 10, but he has a good vibe, then what's the excuse? If you're dealing with a broke dude that gives you that gives you a good vibe, what's the what's the reason for not being with him? Is money that important? Yeah, you know, is, is money going to interfere with your you happiness? Know, I mean, like I said, obviously I understand I understand you know a nigga that's lying all the time, but I mean, is he really lying all the time, or are you overthinking? You know, or if, and 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 when you just say lie, people lie for different reasons. Yeah, like people don't always lie to deceive you. Sometimes people lie to protect you. True, I, and I'm, those and I'm, lies are terrible. But they're terrible. But still, sometimes people will try to shelter you with a lie. I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna offend some people, but I think women love those lies. Women will pretend like they want the all-out truth, but when they get that blunt, honest to God, heart-gripping truth, they they can't handle it. They don't want that. They, it's not like they deliberately want you. They want a woman not gonna tell you, "Oh, I want you to lie to me," but in all honesty. As long ignorance is bliss. If you mm-hmm. lie to them and they never find out, they will be happy with that. And the reason I truly believe that is because I deal with so many people that like, like I, I know like I, like one of my homegirls. If you talking to a dude, she'd be really interested in them, and like they'll be dating or whatever. But she she never asks those questions like, "Are you married? Do you have a girlfriend? Or you know, what do you want for the future?" Blah blah. Because they don't want they don't. It's almost like they want to live in the fantasy land that they kind of paint this picture like, okay. We're just going to go from point A to point B to point C, you know, and hopefully none of that stuff exists. But then by the time they try to get to point B, they figure out he had a whole family. Yeah. But it was like you could have figured that out three or four weeks ago. If you had a real conversation. If you had a real conversation and you really wanted the truth. That's why, that's why I think that people should write down, like, you know, four or five life goals. And, and talk, to, talk to somebody, hey, you know, I got these life goals. You know, what, what are your life goals? Because if you're not hidden on the majority of those, just go away. Just go away. But it's the physical, the lust factor that's there. That just I, don't even, I don't even think it's the lust factor. When two two good people or two people that consider themselves good come together and they might be good people but not good for each other, it's hard to separate because you know this person is still good. True, somewhat. Because like, I kind of still feel like it's, it's you're good. I mean, what is good? Like I, I kind of feel like like I was talking about the other day. Like I can't really just term a a a girl as a bad girl. Like she or say this girl is she she may be bad for me, but she's not a bad woman. Like another dude may be like, oh, she a thought, she a whole blah blah. But there may be somebody out there that may love the shit out of her despite all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, but but me personally, I may look at oh, she a whole. I don't want her, but I still just can't say she's a bad woman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, I get that. I, I don't. Get I don't. That. I mean, to I, say I, that you can't just sit there and judge good. her. Yeah. yeah, I mean, because whether whether you're judging her positively or negatively, exactly. You just like, can't sit there and judge. So to say, but somebody's good is like, I mean, what does that really mean? Like, you stand with somebody because they're good. I mean, you see potential in somebody. I mean, once again, that's that's fantasy because more than likely you see that potential, but are you really asking those questions that you need to be asking? Because anybody is potential if they look good. <laughs> well, I, I, didn't, I didn't mean it based off looks, but you know. But I'm just saying yeah. that, that that goes that, a long I mean, way too. Factor. Because yeah, if you ask factor. them, if you like, so what's you know what's so good about this person? Oh, you know he makes me smile. Oh, because you want to fuck him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, are his jokes really that funny? <laughs> or, or his? I'm, just, I'm serious. Because put it to you like this. Oh, Ti so fine. Ti so fine. Ti like five foot six. You take away the platinum records. And his nappy ass hair. And you put T.I. working in a call center. How many of y'all are knocking down T.I. door now? It's, it's, it's an illusion. He got eight kids. Come on, man. I'm just, you know. But but one thing that I have realized, back to the how a person is good or anything, it's like, you know, people say, oh, you know, I'm, I'm husband material or, oh, or God, I'm, I'm wifey material. I realize I've never been a husband. Me neither. So I don't know if I'm husband material because I've never been one. And if you used to be a wife and you're not a wife anymore. You aren't wife material. You may not be that. <laughs> because apparently you weren't that for the first time around. You weren't good enough you to remain. You may not be that in you know at all. 
So the whole husband material, wifey material, you don't know if you've never been that. It's all arrogance and ego to me. That's just to, to say something like that is, is so modern day and stupid to me. To completely change direction. Speaking of arrogance, We're all over the place arrogance right now. and ego, this is this is just weird. It's all out of whack. Episode fifty. That's how we started. This this is fifty. Weird and out of whack. Mm-hmm. When people, it's tax season. Oh shit. So when people pull up with their new rides. And no 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 stop stop. My, I wanted you to bring that up. I almost forgot. Because it's only our people that criticize other people for having jobs. Because that's true. what it is. This is true. You're talking about people that have jobs, regardless if they make fifteen thousand a year or sixty thousand a year. The the crab in a bucket mentality in our community over somebody that has a paper plate on their car during, around tax season or is traveling or doing something significant because they got tax money that they deserve. Money they pay they in. Earned. They paid too much in. And now they're getting that money back. So it's still their money. But your unemployed ass mad because they stunned for these next two or three months. Let them have it. Let them have it. That's their money. That's all I'm saying. That's their money. I've been wanting to say that for years. Like, I just don't understand why niggas be so like, like, I'm being real with you. Like, my son's mother, she, you know, she has multiple kids. And she, I think she gets back like eight, nine thousand dollars back. Something like shit like that. Hey, mm-hmm. she she pumped she pumped those kids out. <laughs> she, as far as I'm she deserves them. You got a kid, you get the tax break on it, you deserve it. I pray to God you do something for those kids. If you don't, I'm gonna judge you from afar. But that's neither here nor there. Still none of my business. But I'm still not gonna be sitting here trying to slander you on these social media sites talking about oh you know income tax. tax um, everybody like, here did. Like why do we do that? Like you're literally talking about somebody because they have a job and the government is giving them a refund back. I've never looked at it that way. It's retarded. But that's this kind of that's the type of stuff we do. I had to get off my chest. I, I see you were very passionate. Yeah, because it was just that's ridiculous, man. Very like passionate. God. I, I don't I, I it does bother me when people do stupid shit on their taxes and they 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 do get more than they deserve and then when they get audited they be sitting there looking because you done blew through that money, bro. Like come on, man. When you blew through that money, now you audited, now you fuck for the next two or three years. Don't do don't don't fuck with the IRS. <laughs> like don't fuck with the government. Trying that, to get a come up. As a matter of fact, last week we were talking about abortion funding. And I wanted to clarify something when I was talking about abortion funding because people need to understand that our tax dollars do not pay for just your, your everyday abortion. Our tax dollars are supposed to pay for only incest and rape. That's what our tax dollars are supposed to pay for. But I'm going to ask you something. If I give you a million dollars and I say, hey, Jay, I give you this million dollars, bro. You can't pay a farm bill with this million dollars ever. I never want you to pay your farm bill with this million dollars. What are the chances that you're going to use that million dollars I gave you to possibly pay your farm bill? That money's going to get commingled immediately. <laughs> exactly. So all I'm saying is you can't sit here and think that Planned Parenthood is actually saying, oh, this $70,000 I got from the government this month, we can only use it for birth control and blah, 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 stuff like that. We can't use it for abortion. Come on now. Seriously? All the funding that goes to Planned Parenthood. All the, all the money given to education doesn't it, really go it, to education. Exactly. Like, we, that's just how, we they, just have bad spending. Like That's what that's just just like when they get mad that people uh, get food stamps and they do things with them they're not supposed to do. Or people that get food stamps and they be looking at them like, why are you on food stamps? You just bought you some Jordans. People do shit with their money that it's not allocated to do shit. Like, people are human. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a country where people are going to do things with their money. And try to get over. And try to get over. It's just, that's Enron. Come on, man. Like, Wall Street, it happens. So, don't sit here and tell me Planned Parenthood is, is only designated that money. Stop it. Planned Parenthood, they get federal money. They're using that shit for abortions. And that was my issue with that. That's why I was like, I don't feel like we should have to pay for, for that shit. Like, if a person wants to get an abortion, they should have, should have to come out of their pocket. They should have to, you know, do what they need to do with it. That's why I'm not necessarily with Trump. I'm just saying, to me, it's common sense. Mm-hmm. Like, as Americans, I don't understand what's so hard about working for what you fucking want and getting off your ass and going to get it. I just don't understand. 
I guess that's why I never could just truly be a Democrat or a liberal because I just I don't rock like that. But I can't be a Republican either because I'm just not a, a, a rich white. <laughs> you, you work for your money, but you just don't have enough of it to be a Republican. Exactly. And I, I'm, I'm one of those people that will take advantage of the system too. I'm not going to lie to you. I give I give somebody a hundred dollars for fifty dollars food stamps in a second. Wait, wait, you give somebody a hundred dollars for fifty dollars well, food stamps? I was gonna say you hustling backwards. Yeah, I'm hustling you hustling backwards. backwards. <laughs> but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. It's 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 that's just common sense. I feel like a rich person would do that too. Yeah. I do it. You double, double your money. Two fifty, you fifty five hundred dollars worth of food. Let's hit this. Let's hit this store right now. Should be all up in Walmart. Doing no tripping. Steaks. 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 Raining steaks. That's all the steaks. Steaks. Just steaks. All kinds of red meat. Just unhealthy red just meat. Unhealthy just shit. Get it all. And, and, and that's where people fuck up because you, you get all those steps. You buy all that food. Like, you don't that shit. can't hold this. That shit just get old. You just get old. You just ball down. Give it just away. Because we're fun alone. Fuck it. But hey, man. I know we missed something. But oh well. We always miss some shit. Oh. Even when we write this shit down, we're still missing it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You got words of advice? Do I got words of advice? I'm about to plagiarize you. Can I plagiarize you? Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm not going to plagiarize Go you, man. As now, long as you don't plagiarize what I'm finna say. I'm going to uh, just do a health one. Okay. Cause, okay. Cause, Healthy uh, words of advice. Shout out to all the people that, you know, tuned in to get it right. Get it tight. Uh, this is episode 50. Appreciate you for still sticking around for 50 plus weeks. No, it hasn't been 50 weeks. 40 plus weeks. Yeah, we started back in still, April sometime. Yeah, so we still had like two months ago, so we actually had have a, a year, year. We have a year anniversary in like April sometime. Okay. Uh, uh, right, right around the first weekend of, of, of NBA playoffs. Okay, okay. Uh, I was going to say uh, for everybody out there that's still on their, their healthy tip, um, stop researching. Um, you, you can research all you want, but eventually you're going to have to experiment. So, what I'm trying to say is, even though we're going to put out episodes where we talk about health and you're going to hear something intriguing and you're going to be like, oh, okay, yeah, that sounds good. I'm telling you this, not just for your own research or for your own, you know, to put that in your memory bank. I'm trying to get you to understand that you need to try this shit. You need to try it for yourself. This is not just me just talking. Sometimes I'm just in this motherfucker just talking. A lot but of times I'm, you're but, just in Yeah. And a lot of times, Jay's not even listening. Huh? But um, <laughs> the point is, when you get this, this goes for all you know directions in life. If somebody's telling you something and you think that the information that they're giving you is valuable, instead of just nodding your head and agreeing with it, try this shit sometimes because you never know where that will take you in life. While actually getting off your ass and actually trying stuff instead of just saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and writing it down like you did in school and it's just eventually just losing it in a notebook. Try more. Research. Put that at a minimum. Just get off your ass. Like, Do something. Do, do something. something. I don't want to sound like the Everest guy, but it's just like, you know, you're just sitting there. You ain't doing nothing. <laughs> get off your ass and, and actually experiment. Like, you, what, what what was the make the popular one that everybody used to do when they was young the volcano, like oh the with the with the baking soda and vinegar yeah like you you wouldn't know anything about the, the, the all that shit if you didn't actually do it I mean you could read about it all day but until you do it you don't get the excitement or the thrill out of it you know so do more do more um, my words of advice come I actually come from this conversation I was having with my my little sister a few weeks ago. Um, she, um, she's in school. We we're talking about school and everything. She was talking about doing different stuff, and I told her, I said, um, if it makes you happy, do it. If it advances your life, do it. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't accomplish either of those prior two things, fuck it. Like a lot of the times, we're doing stuff because we feel obligated, or and we don't want to, but we're trying to please everybody else. If it's not advancing you or making you happy, just fuck it. Pretty much. The end of the day. And again, you know, shout out to everybody that's been rocking with us since the first episode. Shout out to everybody that's been rocking with us since last week. Shout out to everybody that started rocking this week. Mm-hmm. And everybody that don't fuck with us no more, fuck y'all. Shout out to y'all too. Yeah, no, fuck y'all. Send that message to y'all. I hope somebody that listens to us, that knows that you don't listen to us no more, says, fuck y'all for not listening. Damn, I'm not gonna say that. I'm the nice guy. I don't. I don't. I don't do that. Hey, eventually, eventually, you know, 
<laughs> I'm telling you, you're gonna come to the dark side eventually. I'm, I'm, I'm taking a few journeys over there. <laughs> the housing prices are nice. Hey, <laughs> the housing prices it's, it's are very peaceful nice. over here because you know what? Ain't too many people. Ain't too many people over here, man. You ain't gotta put up with a bunch of bullshit. No. Um. Hey, enjoy the Super Bowl. Enjoy the steer, Super Bowl. Steer clear people from Atlanta. Just in, as as a best practice, just don't talk to anybody from at Atlanta. As a, as a good practice, as, Esther, Esther stick with your turn friends. Ernestine, you know, look, only talk to people who have a certified birth certificate, a picture of them in every odd number grade, just to make sure that they've stayed that same person their whole life. Who you got? Uh, I got Atlanta. I think I got Atlanta too. I'm, t- I'm gonna take Atlanta by four points. Mm, that sounds pretty reasonable. Field goal plus. Field yeah. goal plus. Yeah. I think uh, Matt Ryan will get the MVP. <sighs> I think Julio will get it. I'm going go to Devontae Freeman. <sighs> Terrell Davis got that one year, right? When, when, uh, yeah, yeah. The second time. Man, it's very possible. I mean, that you focus is going to be on Julio trying to lock him down. Freeman is a, is a great catch, is great out the backfield. How much time we got? I'm going to say something real quick. Okay. Uh, since we're we, we we on did, sports did, and did some, the girls, some of the women that probably already tuned yeah. out anyway. Yeah. <laughs> How I feel about LeBron James' decision about him saying he needs more playmakers is personally one of the reasons why I don't like him. Just be honest with you. Like, I understand what Shaq said to say when he was today when he was talking about, you know, uh, you know, if I want, if I want, I want a great player. You know, I'm gonna ask for him. Blah blah blah. But it's just something about the hypocrisy in what Kevin Durant did when he went to Golden State and all the backlash he got. And it's almost like people are looking at LeBron like, well, yeah, LeBron, right? You know, he need more playmakers. You gotta get more players over there. Does it not sound like he's scared? He's scared because the team he has right now can't beat Golden State. They can't. So when you so so another so basically what happens is Kevin Durant made a move that was smart, and the King realized the move was so smart it was probably unbeatable. Now so I'm gonna just throw my values to the side and be like, fuck it, I'm gonna do what you did because I know if I get somebody on the caliber of one of your guys, we can win. See, I don't think that LeBron James is can do even if they get Carmelo Anthony, you can't go get. A Kevin Durant. There's no more Kevin Durant caliber players in the league. Giannis. But you can't get him. He, he, you can't, you get, can't him. get him, and he's yeah. still not Kevin Durant. Yeah. So I don't have a problem with what he said. I don't. I don't have a problem with Kevin Durant going to. Um, I mean, to, I don't have a problem with Kevin course. Durant going to Golden State either. Okay. Because it's like, all right, boom. My first job was um, in Brookshire Brothers, at okay. out of out of high school. I was still in high school. You know, gave me my first job quote-unquote, drafted me. Mm-hmm. So I'm just supposed to stay at Brookshire Brothers and continue to maybe one day get to the pinnacle? Of course or not. Can I, or, can I, or can I move on to a better opportunity? Move on to a better opportunity. You can move of on course. to a better opportunity. That's, that's why what, I never knock with Kevin that's, Durant. That's what Kevin, and I'm not mad at him. You know, people are mad at him. I'm not mad at him. People are like, oh, he went, well, LeBron went to a losing team. Kevin Durant went to a winning team. What the fuck you want to do? Go join some losers and, and lose again? It's the hypocrisy in that. That's all I'm saying. And then with LeBron saying he needs a playmaker, I don't, I don't, I don't judge him for that either. Because I bet many have superstars have said that in the past. But That's at this day, saying. at this age, there's so much social media. You know, you can have an interview and it could be out there in two minutes. It's so much more. We're so much more into their lives now that we hear it. Now, but that's what. But you understand what I'm saying, though. I understand what you're saying. I'm just saying, with LeBron coming out of saying that, and nobody's pointing out the fact that okay, you're doing the same thing Kevin Durant did. You're just doing it in a more. You're fat, the fact instead instead of saying instead of saying you need playmakers to come to you, Kevin Durant went to playmakers. Exactly. That's all which it is, is. Which is basically what it all comes down to. It people realizing they can't do it by themselves because nobody ever has. Nobody ever has. That's all. That's that. That was that was. I mean, I'm, I don't. But know also who, also. I think LeBron messed up when he got into Chuck's personal business like that. That was that was unnecessary. That was unnecessary. Chuck, Chuck talked basketball. He did. He did. He you said he said y'all whining. Yeah. He said y'all whining. 
What you they got to do with him spitting on people? That ain't got to do nothing with him spitting on people, throwing somebody through glass. I never remember Charles Barkley ever getting personal. Like, talking about his kids, talking about Delonte West on his mama. Nothing None like that. that. He just basically would just be like, is he really the king? You know, I'm going at your legacy as a basketball player, not as a man. You insulted that man's character. I don't even like Charles Barkley like that. Yeah. But that was unnecessary. Very unnecessary. But, and I'm a and I'm a big LeBron fan, and I found that to be unnecessary. And I know and I know why people like Shaq, championship people that hold those rings, people that people that look at Barker like, well, you ain't never won no ring. See me, I'm not the biggest sports fan to where I look at somebody and say, the ring is is gonna top. The ring is the icing on the cake. Mm. But I can still recognize that Dominique Wilkins is one of the greatest power forwards of all time. I can still recognize that. Charles Barkley is top twenty-five. And see, all, and I can still see all, those all LeBron really had to say was, "Hell, Charles, you ended up in, in Houston with Hakeem and, and Scottie Pippen, regardless of their past or prime." All he had to say. That's all you had to say. But you ended up, you LeBron ended up with proven right champions. Oh yeah, and, he's, and he's hurt. LeBron not only hurt, but LeBron brought the morale down in the locker room by what he by what he said about Tristan Thompson, and Tristan Thompson took offense to that. Was like. He not my agent and blah blah blah. Like I, I earned my check. I earned my check. No, no, you didn't. If 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 it wasn't for LeBron, J.R. Smith and Tristan Thompson would not be Cavaliers. Which is which is crazy because J.R. Smith was number three in the league last night, last year in three pointers made. But he's he's a he's very he's he's very streaky about yeah. that. Yeah, J.R. my dog. Anyways, this is this is just all out of hand. Fuck it. No boundaries. How we started. It was supposed to be only sports, but guess what? We took it political. <laughs> we took it. We took it gossip. Everywhere. Like, we got phone numbers now, business cards. I'm official. I'm going to start wearing ties to this. I might. All right, then. I got to go now. All right. <laughs> Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, People have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?